Welcome to another episode of the Create Smarter Podcast. I'm Marissa. I am here with Brooklyn and Phil. Hello. And we are here to talk about still photography and creative ways that you can use that content. Welcome in. Thank you guys for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Of course. So obviously we're mostly a video production company, but we've also kind of gone into the world of photo work as well. So Phil, can you kind of talk about how that um, has changed in our um, work? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, I've done photo work for a long time personally, and I think doing events um, and doing video production at events, we kind of just naturally saw that that was something that a lot of our clients wanted and started asking us for. And it's something that, you know, like I mentioned, I had done and you both have experience with as well. So like a chunk of our company in-house um, has done that work and, and can do that work for clients. So in addition to occasionally outsourcing it for, for events to, you know, other really good skilled photographers, um, as freelancers, we, we are just taking on more of that work in-house because, um, you know, I think it's something that, you know, we're really good at here. You know, uh, our, our team who does it internally, we have a lot of freelancers as well who, who do a really good job. And it just fits in really naturally with what we do at events specifically, um, but also, you know, at, um, at other types of shoots like I know you're going to talk about here today. Yeah. So kind of going off of that, what kind of um, photos, talk about like what kind of events we do photography work for. I know all three of us have done photos at events, um, but some of those have been kind of different and creative. I don't know if Brooklyn, you want to take yeah. a stab? So we've done like a number, like for me, like my first time doing photos was actually at the JAF Media Day, I think. That was the first time I did. So like Media Days and stuff like that. Um, and we've done like a couple of those, BU, again, JAF, um, Emerson and stuff like that. We've done um, conferences, so um, both you and I, different times, we went to, um, you know, there was IHS and there was Expo and stuff like that. So it's the capturing of just all things going on within those things. So those types of things. And then just like bigger events, um, we had the Black Maternal Health. Um, so that was more of a, I don't know the word for it, like, yeah, it's like a, a summit. It's a summit. <laughs> yeah. summit. Yeah, that type of thing. Um, so a lot of that was, again, there was so much going on within that, like different, um, there's only two different like rooms technically, but, um, you know, like speaker capture and things like that, audience and stuff like that. Um, and then our, another one we will be doing is stat. So that is in a different, a newer type of location, I'd say. And that one is more of a awards type thing so awards and things like that as well yeah i think the ones you didn't mention was just like a corporate all hands yeah I think actually hands. your very first shoot with the company might have been one where i did stills was yeah um, ever Evercruise. that was the yeah I wa- i'm watching you like throughout it and stuff because i was like on the wide shot most of the time but yeah the all hands stuff um, i guess that's more of like a retreat than an all hands like yeah if a company does like a quarterly all hands there's maybe not as much to photograph i was gonna say we've done yeah. a zen to all hands and like there's we don't there's no photographer no, there but it's right. like an internal I guess event for the, yeah for the first one in like september and stuff like that made more sense because it was everybody coming together for the first time right. like traveling to come together yeah, yeah. right yeah. yeah so how does that kind of change the plans of when we're you know scoping for a project or storyboarding um coming up with shot lists like ha- shot lists how does that change um what we're doing yeah yeah i mean i think we like to try to have people like in primary roles so i think first and foremost it's making sure that there's you know somebody assigned to it but then it's thinking about outcomes right you mentioned um like at a typical corporate all hands you know, there's things to photograph, but it's kind of like there's not a lot of, you know, there's not a lot necessarily there in terms of like, there's not a party going on. There's not people reuniting after they haven't seen each other for a long time. But at like a 
once a year retreat where a lot of people are remote in a, the case of a company like Evertrue, um, people haven't seen, and that one was like their first one since COVID. It's like people haven't seen each other in years and they're coming together and they're hugging and they're picking up swag that has the company brand on it. And all of the C-level people are going up on stage and speaking and interacting. And so like in the case of an event like that, you know, it's working with the client ahead of time to say like, what's going to happen here? What's the vibe? And what are we looking to get out of this with photos? Which I think leads directly to your point of like, don't just do it to do it, but mm-hmm. you know what are we going to do with this after the event as well? Yeah, I did photos for the Administrative Professionals Conference in Florida last year, um, and you know obviously it was like conference photography, like while they were like in sessions and all that. But they also hosted a party at a nightclub afterwards, and they hadn't done that in a few years because of COVID. So that was a big point of like let's show off the people having fun here, and that's going to be different from just kind of the conference photos um, that they're going to use on their website and stuff like that. Um, um, but that kind of leads into my next question of, you know, we talked about we've talked about this on webinars and stuff before. You don't want to just post an album of photos after you work an event or after you host an event. Um, so what are some kind of creative ways that people can think about using um, the content that we capture for them? Um, well, I think a way that like we decided to change things up, like I know this was going to be one of your points was the stop motion photography mm-hmm. and things like that. Like, I think that was a super unique way to show off photography and I know that was for like a media day but like um I think that's a different way rather than just posting again like a full album of things where it's just like okay scroll scroll yeah people like to see pictures of themselves like at a conference or something because you know we'll get those people that are like oh get me and my Mm -hmm. friend like I'll pose for you but right but it's you know different way like different shots call for different ways that like you can use them and things like that um but like I think a really good example that was like something that was interesting and new because again, like the stop motion turned it into like a bit a little stop motion video and stuff like that. Like, um, and I think photography in terms of no matter what you do is a lot like B-roll. It's just, again, it's a still. So I think depending on like what you capture, whether that's signage, a person, um, there's a lot of different ways that you can utilize that and say it is somebody with their friend and stuff like that like looking at you like you can use that as um kind of yeah. like social graphics like we kind of did it for like evertrue even though it was just pictures of them mm-hmm. yeah. like oh yeah, yeah like the the waveform graphics and say, stuff like, like that oh yeah. Yeah. stuff like that like it's still pictures mm-hmm. but you know like using like social graphics and things like that like it's something new rather than just doing like a whole photo dump which yep. you know but that's just like what I can think of off the top of my head for right now. Yeah, I want I want to expand on what you said with like the waveform graphics, but can you explain what you did with the stop motion photographs for Emerson first? Yeah, so I think when we were talking about, you know, planning um, what different ways we could kind of approach media days, because we've done a few now, um, we were thinking about creative ways to show new shots and new angles and stuff like that so obviously we were getting um the b-roll of like media day like hype videos like your classic hero shots but i think i had seen a video on social of um, a sports team doing stop motion photos for like a pre-game warm-up and i was like that's cool because it's essentially like a video it's almost like b-roll in itself but it's a different way to show that same information i guess um so we basically just set up a backdrop on um, a different station um for our emerson media day and took pictures of um players in action so instead of just getting stationary headshots we had um, a basketball player dribble the ball and then point to the camera and then if you edit those pictures 
into a few seconds and really close together it looks like continuous motion um so it was just kind of a different way you know we could have shot that as video but it kind of created a different edgier kind of feel um almost like that flip book feel yeah, right yeah, like exactly. it just it just breaks things up and makes people say oh what is that how'd they do that it just looks different and yeah. cool um, and the media day idea is, you know, something I think that we're seeing a lot of traction um, with with all kinds of clients, not just athletics clients, because um, for a couple of reasons, I think it's a really efficient way to, to capture content. So you get people all in one room and you can, you know, knock a bunch of stuff out in a day. Um, but also it's just an interesting way to, like, get get stills that you can use for, for a whole bunch of different ways. So, like... What you just mentioned with those stop motion, um, those stop motion photos, we use those in a specific video, but like those can be used, you know, as standalone clips to promote those individual teams. Um, and when you think about the point of a media day, traditionally for like a sports, you know, a sports team or like um, a college athletics program, it's to get content that they're going to use as evergreen content throughout the course of the year. So it's um, to get a photo of you know a basketball player holding out the ball, and then next to them they'll put information of the next game is Thursday you know, May 5th at this time, you know, against this opponent in this location. You can use that still as a jumping off point for a graphic. You can have the video of them spinning the ball on their finger, you know, to go up on the Jumbotron when they're doing player introductions. You have the little interviews to cut to to make feature videos. So, like, the whole point of the media day for sports organizations is to say, we're going to get you together once at the start of the year, and we're going to have stuff that's going to allow us to support creation throughout the whole year. Um and you can do the same thing with non-sports organizations, and that's true with, with the photos you're creating as well. Um, it's website content. It's social content. It's, you know, graphics. You know, I, I think you're going to get to this, but with JAF, it also was like, we can have a whole team photo even without everybody having posed, you know, in one location. Right. Um, it's kind of the whole concept of um, one shoot, multiple pieces of content that we drive home all the time. You know, we had the JAF Media Day in here like you were just talking about, and now they're able to refresh their whole website. Um, and not have everybody in the same room all at once, but still be able to edit together one team photo that they, they can use. Um, and I've seen them use, you know, their new headshots for happy birthday posts or like little callouts on social um, that they can, you know, use as headshots on their website, but also use in social graphics. I know um, the pictures that we take with um, our client Diversified Communications, they have all sorts of conferences and they post their photos as graphics promoting next year. Or, you know, it was just Administrative Professionals Day. So they just posted a photo with some, like, color overlay and some information text on it or add some motion, stuff like that. And that's kind of a more creative way than just posting, oh, here are a few shots from our event. You can show, oh, here are, like, you can use them in different ways and repost them in different ways and kind of make content out of that. Kind of speaking on, like, the promotional aspect of it, like, I think it's, like, almost better and, like, kind of important that, like, when you get all these photos um, that you don't get like you don't post them or do something with all of them right away like I think for instance like black maternal health that was the first time they've done it in a while yeah so it was in person is the first time they done it in person right. I believe so since the first COVID, time yeah. they did it in person like since COVID which again was a while but they want to do it again next year and stuff like that so like it's better better to like withhold some of the pictures so then they can advertise and promote using some like this was the community that was there this is what it looked like this is what through a picture this is what it kind of felt like for everybody so it's good to like you know sporadically like layer out like those photos like in promotion for the next one again with using graphics and being like this is 
So they have something to base off of compared to being on Zoom because you can't do anything with that. Yeah, it fills out your marketing calendar for the year, which is huge. And it Mm -hmm. creates a lot more content that you can use just after, you know, the week after the event. You can use it leading up to the next event the Mm -hmm. next year. Um, It kind of gives you content to sprinkle in throughout. You mentioned things like the audio waveforms, and that's definitely true. But it's also like... um, at Administrative Professionals Conference or at Black Maternal Health, you have these kind of marquee speakers in the industry up on stage talking. You get super high quality photos of them. That's an opportunity to build quote graphics, right? And it's then tying that person to your brand, right? So if it's, you know, for Administrative Professionals Conference, whoever it is, the speakers that they bring in are obviously people that are filling a room up. They're important to your audience. Um, You know, you take the most relevant quote from their presentation, whether you record it on video or not, and suddenly you have like a multimedia representation of that with a photo and a quote in your social feed and in emails and everything else without, you know, without too much work. Um, And that's just a way to extend like the life and the thought leadership that happens at these conferences too. And I think that's something that often goes like pretty overlooked at these is like, oh, we have these photos of people on stage. Like, oh, that's just, you know, it is what it is. Well, they had enough draw to bring people into a room and people sat there and listened to them like this is obviously someone your audience cares about or at least you think so because you put them on stage Mm -hmm. so like extend the life of that with like take their stills and either use it to promote another conference or use it to just say like this remember this person's associated with us or promote the ideas that your organization cares about by tying that to things that they said at the conference so like that's something I think that people often don't think about that they can do with stills from an event like that. Um, and similarly with like a, a company retreat, it's it's great for recruiting purposes. If you think about like LinkedIn, it's like, you know, I want to see that the company that I'm potentially applying for a job for, that people like each other mm-hmm. and that they seem to have fun and that they're doing fun events and that they're getting together and like, you can also do like use those as like little mini profiles right if you get a nice picture of somebody from your company um and you want to do a feature about like oh this random person from marketing that maybe we didn't you know we don't spend the time with to do a full you know sit down interview with oh okay well we have a photo of them and we can do a little write-up about them on linkedin as kind of like a employee feature that not only makes them feel good but also serves as a recruiting tool so just another way that you can kind of repurpose some of that stuff in addition to this the hey here's a link to the whole album right. see how many people click yeah. through to view right. all 200 photos and sprinkling s- pictures of smiles throughout your website is not a bad idea either never so a bad like, idea. oh look these people <laughs> like this place and like working here <laughs> and like especially at events. a conference too yes exactly if you're smiling at a conference you know you're doing something right yeah, yeah right. exactly all right well thank you both for joining me today for this podcast um if you need any uh, photo or video needs, check us out at 5 and we will see you next time on the Create Smarter Podcast.